Hello, 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 cocksuckers, and welcome to the Rainy Day Smut oh, Brigade. <laughs> the podcast where we talk about spicy books <laughs> and the plot, too. I'm Ashley. And I'm Allie. And I'm Anna. We want to remind you that this is a mature podcast, and we will dive into some dark themes and probably use too many curse words this time because... Never. <laughs> Because that is the genre we are into. This is a new genre for me. Yeah. So this week, our book is about a cult. What do you guys know about cults? Are there any big ones that stick out to you? I've listened to a lot of podcasts about cults, but I can't remember the names of them. <laughs> like, obviously, there was the, the Waco cult, mm-hmm. and there was the Jim Jones yeah. cult. I've, I've heard about other ones. I just can't remember what they're called. Yeah, I would say that's probably... I have always had a really big true crime obsession, and I've listened to a lot of things about cults and read stuff online, but I, too, was, like, struggling to name some of the big ones. Besides, like you were saying, Waco. Would you consider, like, like Scientology a cult? Yes. Mm -hmm. I consider Christianity a cult. Yeah. Yeah, I consider Christianity a cult of Judaism. It hits all the markers when you look at, what are they, like, the pillars of cult or something something things, and that is one of them. I can't remember. Or they fit all of them, I guess is what I'm trying to say. What they are. But Allie may get a little bit more into that. Yeah, I didn't go into like the pillars, the brain, like the qualifier. What makes a cult? Yeah, I just, I'm in a cult. It's almost like pornography. I just was like, you don't really know it until. Yeah, a quick definition. Because I think you can say like Christianity is a cult. Yeah. But there's also, I would say Christianity is a religion and there are sex and cults within in Christianity. There are branches, like, yeah. Because a lot of the definitions that I was seeing of what a cult is defined as, and just Wikipedia defines it as cult is a term for a relatively small group that excessively controls its members who share set of acts and practices which require unwavering devotion and are considered deviant and typically led by a charismatic and often self-appointed leader. So I think there are some things that short we can say Christianity is a cult because you have to buy into these little tenets that it has in order to be a part of it. But specifically when we're talking about a cult, we're talking about a much smaller group of people yeah like the occult yeah yeah and please forgive me you guys if i'm saying something wrong i guess some like there's cults that aren't harmful right yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. i'm saying yeah am i in a cult if i'm a swifty yes that is a <laughs> cult of. yeah 100 <laughs> but they were saying that this is like a small group that there is extreme control taking yeah. over aspects yeah. of their lives have y'all seen that and you have, are you going to talk about the way down workshop cult no have you ever heard of that no no okay it's a documentary on netflix it's called the way down workshop and it's a woman who it's a christian cult and she started by it doing like a weight loss book oh women. yeah 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 yeah. i uh, know that she's she's got the big hair yeah she died in a plane crash yeah she, her going and her to, husband um, and January her daughter 6th. yeah no her son-in-law it wasn't her daughter i think it was her son yeah her, her daughter was i think pregnant with her son-in-law yeah i can't That's remember her name out of tennessee and stuff yes mm-hmm. yeah knoxville tennessee lularoe was a cult <laughs> Ooh, it is i would say that it was like it was. any of those mlms can turn into cults yeah definitely. i think a lot of them probably are <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, not all of them but I think so. And we <laughs> some named of some of the like really infamous ones yeah. like the Manson family, 
the Branch Davidians in Waco. Jim Jones. Jim Jones. Nexium. So there's different levels. There's some that, that are like Nexium is very like sexually based. Some you don't know about really Nexium? Ra- I don't. <gasps> there's like as much as I love eight cults. million documentaries on Nexium <laughs> that you can go watch. Oh, okay. There's it's a really good one on HBO. I think I've HBO? watched a really good one. I I don't know what program it came from though, but it's really good. Didn't the girl just get sentenced? Yeah. So that's. Nexium has been in the news a lot lately because Allison Mack, do you know her from Smallville? I didn't the watch Smallville. from Smallville. I, I didn't. I watched a different set of TV shows than y'all watched. Oh, gosh. I wasn't into Were the you into Buffy. Seventh Heaven? I did watch Seventh yeah. Heaven. She was not on Seventh Heaven. <laughs> but then that guy turned out to be a pedo. He, he was did, a pedo, yeah. And he said that he was, too. But anyways, she was, like, a main character on Smallville. Like, pretty famous for, like, her level. She's probably, like, B-. minus. B- yeah, like, B-C-list act- actress. Something's coming back to my head. Okay. And she's got blonde hair. And she was working for the guy who runs Nexium, <gasps> And okay. she was one of his... Like recruiters? Recruiters. And she was one of his, like, sex slaves. I And gotcha. she goes and recruits other girls to come and serve and learn under him. I, re- this is, it's coming mm-hmm. back to me. Yeah. But anyway, she was just recently found guilty. And some of them ended in tragedy. The Manson family, Waco, lots of other ones. But a lot of them are pretty harmonious and pretty I think that they're probably a little bit taboo in the sense that Mm -hmm. it's not what normal everyday culture would say is a good thing but they're like communes of people who live together yeah who work the land together who share jobs everyone contributes to the community but anyways there are more cults than ever before in the United States and I think that's probably because access to social media. I've seen a lot on TikTok of how these people get sucked in through social media. That's the first step. And then there's a lot of like online grooming. I think about like QAnon yeah. happened over the last few years. Social media totally, I feel like. Yeah, but I wouldn't say QAnon that. is a cult. I would say it's it's a conspiracy theory. Yeah, it's a group. conspiracy theory that people buy into the theory. I think it can be a cult. I think yeah, I, but I think I consider it a cult when it's like a much closer in location. QAnon is more just like a yeah, it's an like an idea. idea. It's an ideology that you then start to buy. They into. don't have a set of like rules or anything mm-hmm. they follow. Yeah, or one. I guess they have a leader, but but three research studies indicate there are three thousand to five thousand groups in every area of the United States and throughout the world. So experts estimate that six to ten million people have recently been in involved with cults that's a pretty high number yeah but it makes sense when you think about if you're grouping religion into that yes that it would make because there are like some sects of like really extreme fundamentalists that are would be considered cults and the duggars yeah that's (laughs) the cult that's the quiverful movement quiverful movement yeah i also think that the religious aspect especially like for me coming from a christian background Thinking about how leaders use a religion to really manipulate and people have this like this fear that they're missing out on something really important, this life changing thing. And these leaders are using that religion to quote unquote brainwash people into thinking that it has like you can just really make somebody think really extreme things with religion or with these this these ideas and it's scary oh i would have never have thought that i was in a cult when i was in christianity and i was a, when i was a member of the church 
I would have been like, I'm not in a cult. But now that I have left the church and I am outside of the church and I'm looking back at the things that were said to me, the things that I watched, the things that were done, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, I think you can use it in a really light term saying, oh, it was a cult. But I wouldn't say that you were in a cult. Not like. Uh, I think you were in a religion. I would think I was in a religious. Yeah. I think. Okay, so and I they was, do brainwash you. But there they was some do controlling. Change, yeah, th- there was a controlling aspect. I was if I was a Southern Baptist, ev- evangelical Baptist, I guess you would call it. But you were in the most Southern Baptist the evangelical most, thing you could possibly the, be. Yeah, in. yeah very a, deep. It was not the most. The very the variation of the church that I the epitome of Southern Baptist yeah. is it's where I was at. There are definitely smaller churches around, but that those are, much are independent more, fundamentalist yeah. Baptist churches. Yeah. I'm like that. I'm thinking of. I don't want to. I don't want to. You know how people say, "Oh, I was this" or "I was that," and then it kind of lessens the I was term. Say, like I, I don't feel like when, you, the when term. we say all the time, "Like I was part of a cult," I was. It really diminishes. Like, yeah, like I don't want people do that. are actually going through, especially and, the people that are like in the book that we read today because obviously yeah. I was nowhere near that. That's an abusive, that's an outright abusive cult. I think a cult has like a very defined leader and that leader is leading those certain people. Like you have a prophet yeah, or something. Like within the church, if you're in a cult in a church, that head pastor is like you're in their realm, you know, whether they're directly speaking to you because if there's thousands of people. But I just, I wouldn't say that is a cult. Mm-hmm. And sure, it does help make your decisions but they're not telling you specifically you have to do this and we're watching you and if you don't do it we're gonna pull you to the side and hurt you this way i think the churches act like that sometimes (laughs) i do i disagree i feel like it is just from my personal standpoint and how i've been affected okay so I see what you're saying. I think we're just talking about two. I think you're just talking levels. about it on two different scales. Like yeah. I get the difference between like. I just think there's like, another word besides cult that should be used, like semantically. To, but to me, that it is though. It's a terminology. Like it just whatever you would consider a cult to be is a set. I think if it's a set of rules that harms you and you feel controlled by it yeah to me a cult is a sect they're different though i don't know when i've looked it up because i was that's what had led to what part of my deconstruction is mm-hmm. like i was like oh what's the difference between what i'm doing i just am pretty sure they're are. defined slightly differently let's look it up let's I'm look looking it up, it up right now know. a sect is a okay so the define the church sect and a cult as following A church is a conventional religious organization. A sect is a deviant religious organization with traditional beliefs and practices. A cult is a deviant religious organization with novel beliefs and practices. So that's what you're saying, Mm -hmm. Allie, is like there's a scale and we get further and further and you don't get to cult until you have very novel beliefs and practices Mm -hmm. in that one little area. Say what you're saying is is a a sect. sect. Ashley and I are probably in the sect terminology of it but i do think there are very there are many i don't think that takes away from like the harmful experience that you had within that sect yeah but but to me mormonism is a cult and it's big yeah but i would consider mormonism a sect but it didn't start out that way it just got it did start out as a cult it did start out i would say maybe it's i don't know i don't know enough about the history these things can start out as cults but that doesn't mean they don't grow and expand and get big i just think we are just we can agree to disagree yeah actually. that's yeah <laughs> i think it's just good to look and in, look into it if we're gonna and i wonder what our listeners think if you yeah. have an opinion on it 
let us know. I think we should. I mean, just it's having, a, having a conversation. Yeah, I mean, it's a very honest conversation. If you have a, a religious belief that literally has something called the cage stage, where you have to con- like control these people and hold them back because of the fervor of their belief, then to me, that's cultish. That's cultish. And Calvinism literally has something called the cage stage, where when you're learning Calvinism, becoming a Calvinist, you're like literally having to be held back from lashing out at people. New so like, and I, I, you were that. Yeah. I think it's very, I would still say it's a sect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's like a, yeah. Because those were things that you were putting on yourself. But because I was told them. Yeah, but there wasn't someone who was, okay, I just, I'm just going to start. You, like, I'm repeating was, myself. They, so there I, was no, but there was fear on my part. Yeah, I think that's how religion works. Okay. Like, yeah, all I think you're saying, like, but fear. someone's not standing over you with a whip telling you. Yeah, like, I think that's cult is, different. like, much more, like, there is a direct person saying, you have to do it this way. And I would say, even in those instances, you maybe felt like someone was saying that to you, but there wasn't actually someone who was saying, you have to do it this way or else I'm going to ruin your whole life. Okay. But if you're, but then we're, we're also saying that cults aren't necessarily bad and there's not someone doing that in certain cults but i think to be a part of those cults you still have to like to live in that commune you still have to do all the work that they tell you you have to do i gotcha okay i see i see i was looking up some stuff online as you were talking and it was saying that christianity as a whole is a sect but if you break it down into different groups like jehovah's witnesses mormonism church of latter-day saints the catholic church if you break it down into those specific mm-hmm. boxes it's considered those are considered cults within a sect i still wouldn't say all of those are cults cult. i grew up being taught that they were cults so that's my my mm, i definitely i think it's whatever it may there may not be a right or wrong answer on it so that's you, what i'm you thinking feel like it, yeah, what yeah you were in that's you should I'm, ask tilly cole because the next she's part of this is that she has actually studied these things Tilly, help us As out. part of her, like, college education and further education, and she's been able to study the these new religious movements, NRM, they can be abbreviated to, cults and sex. And she's been able to work with lots of people from who have who are in cults currently have escaped Mm -hmm. them who have just chosen to leave and she said that 90 percent of the people that she has talked to would say that it was like a positive experience but then the that last 10 percent it was a really Mm -hmm. like a really dark abusive Mm -hmm. disturbing reality of what cults could be i wonder if the ones that were positive were more like just spiritual like yeah i think there's definitely an appeal to something that is Really community-based, really, like, living on the land, working the land together. Yeah. Providing for one another. Nobody goes hungry. Everybody's on the same playing field. I could definitely see the appeal of something like that. See, to me, that's just a commune. Yeah, but that's what a lot of them could be considered cults. You think so? Okay. Mm. You know what's weird is as you were, like, saying that, what popped in my head was when I was in a sorority. You ain't lying. Like, you, they put you through a ritual. Like It is. <laughs> it can be. I just had a rule so I had to go by and maintain a certain thing and they had some of that's just part of being a community in a community yeah but yeah, I was like, wait a second, was that sorority? But there are some that are like super that are yeah that are crazy yeah. that are yeah yeah. But one of Tilly Cole's points that she said that oftentimes these leaders in these NRMs and cults and sex are men who are abusing their power specifically mm-hmm. over women. Mm-hmm. And she said that it ain't me. 
babe was inspired by the testimonies of ex-members and several NRMs and the leaders that abused the power that they had over their members, especially the women. The female protagonist in this novel, Salome, endures situations inspired by real events told to me personally by survivors of such groups. Addressing this topic was very important to me as it is an area of life, of humanity, in which most people are unaware. Victims of these opportunist groups are often not given a voice, and I wanted to give the many women I was so fortunate to meet a chance to be heard. It Ain't Me, Babe is a work of fiction, but the doctrines, practices, and experiences of Salome, her sisters, and the order in this novel are also inspired by several brave women who chose to share their story with me. That's crazy. I think we can be in awe and humbled by the bravery of the women that she's talked to and the men, I'm sure, who have escaped and who have come through really hard experiences and persevere and have just overcome a lot of obstacles. I agree. I can't even imagine. Yeah, like that kind no. of life. Mm-mm. Like even reading it, I, and I read the whole initial part where she kind of explained, "This mm-hmm. is I'm taking real events and putting them into a fiction novel." But even knowing that, I was like, "Really? Yeah, really? Yeah." I think this book just does a really good job of kind of opening my eyes to a world that I'm not really. I don't think about it, which mm-hmm. is I probably should, but I just it doesn't really occur to me. I think some parts, I don't know if she, I didn't, because I had the audiobook. I think some parts might have been exaggerated, such as the influence that the cult, not all, now it has had influence. I like Jim Jones did, but over the government. Yeah. Oh, the yeah, yeah. I think that yeah. Yeah. was some, you, that in the next book. Yeah, too, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is where I'm, I would say I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. I think that's somewhat exaggerated, but the personal experience. Maybe not always. I was going to say, has. I'm sure there are times where it, they have, because something like Scientology has had a lot of influence over government. Yeah. And in the next book, one of the governors is a clan member. So I'm sure mm-hmm. that's been the case. Mm-hmm. Like almost 100% sure. Okay. I think we could name some names. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're going to take a break and come back to the Colts and the Motorcycle Club. I said company the other day, <laughs> but it's a motorcycle club, you guys. That's what MC means. It's not a motorcycle game. We'll be right back. All right, guys. So our book this week, like we've already said, is It Ain't Me, Babe by Tilly Cole. And I will be honest, ain't is a hard word for me. (laughs) I love it. I I think you've mentioned this before during Shifter God. You Um, said you hated the word ain't. Yeah, probably. So this is just a quick synopsis of our book. Our book is about a woman who escapes an extreme religious cult known as The Order Salome and her sisters have been shunned by her cult for being what they call the cursed. And the cursed ones are too beautiful and are a temptation from the devil. And within the cult, there is a gross abuse of power and lots of sexual abuse on both children and women. Salome, who we know prefers to be called May, escapes one night after the death of her sister, Bella. She eventually makes it to the compound of a one percenter motorcycle club, which for those of you who don't know, a one percenter is the motorcycle gangs that kill and run illegal drugs and break the rules. Very. Those are 
are known as the one percenter motorcycle clubs. And they usually just say one percenter. I love learning new things. I do too. I was looking a little bit about motorcycle clubs. That's the one thing I didn't expect with this podcast is Mm. how much I learned about different things. I love a motorcycle club book. But the club is known as Hades Hangman. And the president of the club is a man named Styx who struggles to speak and is known for his violence. Y'all know my speech pathology heart just lurched out to him. I didn't even say Hannah. Do you have any tips and tricks for sticks? I was like, oh, he has a stutter. A pretty severe one. I was like, okay, I wonder if it's neurogenic or trauma. Yeah, they seems like it could be a combination. Yeah, kind of was like, hmm, let's look at how you present. And uh, should we tell our listeners how it's spelled in case they listen to sticks. the audiobook like me? Yeah. Yeah, it's painful. But it's for the, because the river sticks. Not yeah. like sticks. Like you get. Did you think it was Like for a while, I was like, wait. For a while, I was like thinking, why is it? Why are they calling him sticks? And then I, I put it It together. never really occurred to me that it sounds like sticks. Yeah. Like I just didn't put, think about it. I put hate and sticks yeah, together and yeah. I was like okay yeah yeah I mean his name is River Sticks yeah <laughs> I forgot that he was called River I kept expecting her to like eventually just start calling him River all the time I was surprised that she stuck with sticks maybe they just keep that in the bedroom in the bedroom oh. River <laughs> anyways sticks is known as the hangman mute because he's known for his violence and his temper. Styx discovers May hidden on the compound, dying. She's basically two seconds away from death. And he rushes her. Once he sees her eyes open, he rushes her to his apartment. He gets a man named Ryder, one of the, his fellow members of his MC, who is a was a medic. And Ryder saves May's life. Once May is awake and breathing and part of the living, Styx and May discover that they met when they were children at a chance encounter that was fundamental for the both of them. It was the night that May had been sexually abused for the first time, and she became the only the third person that Styx had ever talked to. Aww. And they thought of each other every day for all the years 15, after. 15 yeah, years. As the person who saved them in that moment. They still have an instant connection, but Styx tries to resist and do right by May since he leaves a really bad life that's too dangerous for her, especially a really fragile woman who has suffered obvious amounts of trauma through a deep betrayal by a member of their mc may is kidnapped and brought back to her personal hell the order and sticks in his men from the mc rescue may and her sisters and kill all those damn men in the cult and may doesn't care about what life with sticks looks like as long as they can live together and be together and sticks vows never to let her go and he gives her a pat Property yeah. of six. That's makes his her old an lady. official old, old lady. lady. Makes her official. I love the terminology I learned. So, have you never read an MC before? I have one. I've never okay. read one. This is my first one. I feel like everyone y'all bring in, I'm like, this is my first one. I was going to say, one. I would have thought y'all had. I read an age gap one once. What were your like overall thoughts of the book? I liked it, but there were parts throughout where I just wanted to roll my eyes a little bit at the way they acted towards each other. Who specifically? What What made you roll your eyes? Yeah, I don't know. I guess it was just like the it. I don't. It almost felt a little insta lovey, but then all of a sudden I'll burn down the word world for you. But she doesn't even know anything out in the world. It's just. I don't know. I wanted him to show her more. 
Yeah. And I felt like it was just like she went from one cult to almost another. And she even mm-hmm. says that at one point at the end. Like, mm-hmm. he even says, I don't want to do this to you because I feel like you're just leaving one group for the next. And I was like, yes, thank you for saying it. Yeah, um, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. But she does acknowledge is yeah. she gets to choose it. So she's Yeah, okay she makes the yeah. choice. And so I'm fine with that. But yeah, some of the dialogue was a little cringy to me. Mm-hmm. But overall, it was a good book. Do you think it was cringy because it was just a different cultural dialogue? No, no, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with the cultural okay. dialogue stuff. I'm... Yeah, no, I'm fine with that. Because it made me I uncomfortable. <laughs> I was going to say, was like, some of it is very uncomfortable to me. To me, it was like the overt, not the words that were used or the tone or, or anything like that. It was just the overt, like, oh, my God. Okay, so when she's having an orgasm, she screams his name like seven times. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is a lot. You never read Cosmopolitan? You're supposed to do that. <laughs> like, this is not realistic. Like, you're not going to scream his name. Co- Cosmopolitan was actually his only source of any That's kind true. of sexual information. <laughs> <laughs> Did you read Cosmopolitan? Not really. No, no. that was for heathens, Hannah. But sometimes, <laughs> she, sometimes she would look over somebody's shoulder. Yeah. You're not supposed to be reading that. Let me see it. <laughs> Let me, call, Let me just it. check. I never did that. I just didn't want people to dress provocatively. I would have worn the gray dress probably if I <laughs> been told to. What did you think, Ash? It's hard for me, and I made a mistake. I made a mistake of continuing the series, so oh. they're blending together in my head. Yeah. That's <laughs> I'm trying to be like, what happens and what happens. So I obviously really liked it because <laughs> I'm in the third it book It probably now. spoke to a lot of like the religious trauma. Probably. Feel like I, I yeah. I never. I've never been a, not like that, a, a, or been in what Allie would call a cult. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I really I liked it. I'm a sucker for a. Oh. Uh, an original like oh we saw each other's children and then yeah i did like that that was a really good plot to talking to you hannah the reason that their like insta love didn't bother me as much as it usually does is because they had those like really fundamental that fundamental meeting when they were younger and it just came especially for her it like just so they already had the base of all the feelings and everything it's just like ingrained in them because they thought about it and like something that they have held on to and cherished for so long throughout their pain yeah because if you think about him like that's the only other person he's spoken to Mm -hmm. besides his dad and kai and so the other thing and i just thought this other thing that i thought was cringy but it made it makes sense in the end was writer's response to her and mm-hmm. then the back and forth with him. I thought that I thought it was super, I thought it was super cringy and I was like, this doesn't mesh with the rest of the book. But then in the end, what part of writer did not mesh? What are you talking about? Like when they are, I love you. I love you. you know, and I'm like, dude, what? And then he's like, okay. And then at one point he's like, okay, she's your woman. And he steps back and they like are friends again. Him and six are friends again. And then she, two weeks later, how many days later, he's like, Oh. I've loved you the whole time. Yeah. And I I'm felt like, really bad for him. I was going to say, didn't. it didn't really bother me. Yeah, until it didn't when he to, to the end. a betrayer. Because yeah. I, I got his pain. Like, he had taken care of her, literally. Yeah. Like, physically cared for her while Sticks was on that, however long it was. It's like run. a month. He was gone for a month. Yeah. yeah. And Ryder See, I, was I took it as, because he was the guy who had never touched a girl or any. Everybody was like, well, where are you? You never want to go with the girls. So I took it as, okay, you, you fell in love. This is your first love. And so now you're obsessed and you can't let it go. Which is what happened. It is what happened. It yeah. is what happened. But I just was like, someone smacked this dude upside the head. But I feel, I felt like writers that love i felt like it was very realistic like i felt like you felt like he realistically fell for her yeah and, and i think mm-hmm. sometimes I when think you, you develop those really strong feelings lines. yeah i don't know if it was coming from like the healthiest 
part of himself, but I think he really did fall for her and his version of loving her, and I don't think he knows what to do with that. In the end, it all makes sense because you find out that he's part of the order, but... Just <laughs> super surprising. I did not I did see not see that. I was, that's one of the questions is, did you see Ryder... But brother, as, did you see as brother it was Kane going on, coming? I was like, this is not someone who's lived in the world. I don't care. This is this is not. Yeah, I thought that Ryder's like, place in the MC was weird. Yeah, it's like the, the whole, whole time I was like, was he like seems this. like an actually good person. What's he doing in the MC? Yeah. And he was there, what you call it? Their um, ride, ride leader or their road captain. Road, road he was captain. their road captain. Mm-hmm. It's like. Which is like a a high position yeah. in the MC. He really worked it worked and up. And so that was my question was like, why is he spending so much obviously that those are answered, but it was like he rose pretty quickly for Yeah, he had it he did it on purpose. Yeah. It makes sense in the end. It yeah. it, it all makes sense in the end. But mm-hmm. while reading it I was frustrated at parts. I was frustrated with her when which I get she sees so many penises because of her abuse that Seeing a naked man. Continue. (laughs) Just thought of something. (laughs) Please tell me. I'm reading a book right now where the character is blind. And she said something. She was like, blind is a bat. And then she was like, bats actually, they've discovered, have really good senses. And so later on, she's in the middle of a conversation. And she said, blind as a penis snake. (laughs) She's like, it's a real thing. It doesn't have eyes. It just has senses. And it looks like a penis. It's a real thing. And it's so when you said it's a real animal, it made me think of penis snake. (laughs) Is that a real animal? I meant to look it up, but I was blow drying my hair. This is a random thing. We have how many good things have we Googled? Oh, the penis snake was discovered in Brazil. It's actually a rare species. (laughs) And it does. Oh my gosh, it looks like a penis. Ew, ew, I don't like it. Oh, I just had a bite. Oh my god, headphones. Do not look this up. No, do. Oh god. (gasps) What? Oh, wait, no, that's a real penis. (laughs) I was like, damn, that one really looks like it. Stop it. Stop it. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's staying Y'all. in. Oh, that's staying in. Why is it? It has like a mushroom top. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. And it's all oh, wrinkly. And it's and wrinkly. Stop it. <laughs> My mouth's getting like watery in a bad way. Sorry about that, Ashley. Anyway. Continue your thought, please. Ew, look at this one. <laughs> wrinkly, that's an old one. That's an old That's penis. the ones that Ashley likes. <laughs> It's oh god! I'm this is disturbing. You're welcome. <laughs> what the hell were we even talking about before this? Yes, Ashley, please get back I to your was, thought. I'm very sorry for that. No, I loved it. Please pardon me. No, you, it's not pardon because it needs no pardon. Anyway, <laughs> do you even know what you're saying? I was. She's seen so much penis that it doesn't really matter. But I just really thought it was weird when she ran in there and pulled that girl off of him. I did too. Oh, I thought that was yes. weird, yeah. And then stayed in there with him while he was yeah. butt, butt naked. naked. I thought that was weird, yeah. And like 
was like not looking at it as this could be sexual and she's trying to be a good friend but girl yeah i was like girl i, I know think it was really trying to show like her naivete i think so i felt like it was weird it was weird yeah. and then Obviously, especially when they were standing like face to face and then he kisses her and yeah. she lets him mm-hmm. but yeah she's like i don't fight back just let him have it i'm like no which i guess is some of her like maybe a yeah that's some of the trauma brain yeah. mm-hmm. or trauma- traumatic experiences coming out god i keep having to burp i'm gonna be here coughing up a lung i choked oh. on a piece of cake earlier i'm so sorry it was good though we are struggling <laughs> We're struggling. <laughs> Allie and Ashley are about to get into a boxing match. Then we, then we lo- choked. Then we looked at the Venus snakes. Then we looked at Venus snakes. <laughs> came back together. <laughs> we came back to- Friends. <laughs> we just held hands, you guys. It was so sweet. Okay, to answer your question uh-huh. that you asked about 72 minutes ago. No, I did not see it coming with Ryder. Yeah. Me either. Not at all. Yeah. I thought Kai. I was going to say, Hannah kept being like, I'm waiting on Kai to betray him. And I, when you first texted me, because it's been like two years yeah. since I read this, I was like, who the fuck is I didn't Kai? get these texts. <laughs> I did not get these texts. I didn't know where you were. So I didn't yeah. want to like. She didn't want to spoil it. I didn't want to spoil it for you. Oh. I didn't know where you were in the book. And I was like, because I read, so I read like most of it in like a sitting and a half, right when we first, mm-hmm. and then I and then I waited because I had to, I had life happened, I didn't get to finish it till today, I but I didn't know where you were when I first got into that, and I was like, oh my god, Kai yeah, is the she can Kai's gonna betray them. So then I remembered who Kai was, and I was like, I was getting yeah. those, I was getting those vibes though. Yeah. I was yeah. getting those vibes from Kai. He was so adamant in the beginning that he was like, well, "It's not this person. It's not me and you. It's not me and you. Mm-hmm. We're not the the rat." And I'm like, "Oh, if you're that adamant, then you're definitely the rat." I felt so bad for that Pick kid. Was that his name? Pick. <gasps> yeah, Pit. Pit. Like they legitimately killed him. They can't. He really didn't do it. That is like Ryder's fault. Yeah, because he planted it. Fuck brother Kane. Mm-hmm. Brother Kane, nice play on words. Yeah, Kane that and was Abel. funny. Why didn't they? Why is he named Kane? That is a terrible name for a future prophet. Why was it? And I literally thought that. Why isn't he named Brother Abel? One for the story doesn't sound as good. Brother two, Seth. Two. I don't think that they're really holding true to the Bible. Actually, she studied. She did religious studies. Yeah, but, but she didn't the know order, what the Bible. The order isn't. isn't really going by what the Bible okay, says. Okay, but they're naming these girls like after these evil women yeah. and they're going to name their next prophet Cain. They were probably like, he's good. He kills people. Yeah, they're evil. That makes no sense. Well, Neither their, cults. their interpretation of the Bible and the women doesn't make a lot of sense. But at least the naming made sense. I'm just saying. I, it I is what it also, is. Also, his name being Brother Abel isn't as good as it being Brother Cain. Brother Seth would have been fine. That was one of Adam's sons. Could have named him Seth. Brother Cain does sound better. Yeah. You're proving my point every time you say it. <laughs> <laughs> Brother Mephibosheth. Like, say it once more for me. Brother Ham. Brother Ham. <laughs> Dear God. Okay. So we didn't see Ryder's betrayal coming. How did you guys feel like the representation of the order? Did you like it? Was it well done? 
Oh, I could see. Did the you whole feel thing like it head. could be like a real cult? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Somewhere, somehow, do I think their influence is a little overblown for today's time? This was written in like 2016. That was not 2015. That wasn't too long ago. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like I think that it had to have that for the story to make sense. Yeah, like making a no flight zone over the yeah. area. Like, it just it feels like the village. <laughs> oh, I remember that movie. Like, That's the second time we've referenced it. Is. Podcast. it is. <laughs> and I, I've only ever seen that movie one time. Who it was knew like that movie was so influential? It <laughs> is. It, it took a huge turn. I did not expect the ending on it, okay? That's his thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have you seen The Happening? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I had to think for a second, but yes. I don't know if I have. Devil? Old? <sighs> Shame. Look at okay. me knowing things y'all don't know. Wow. Congrats. You're so cool. <laughs> I want to be you when I grow up. Okay, so we talked about, did you like the representation of the order? Did you like the representation of the motorcycle club? But you guys haven't really read, besides, you've read one MC I've read book. one, and I just, to me, okay, see, I'm not totally ignorant of the culture, but uh, it didn't, yeah. like, completely strike me as, this is impossible. Yeah. I felt that it was almost too accurate for some of what I've experiences in different places that I've been in life. And I was like, this book is a lot of times I've read MCs and I'm like, "Ah, these are actually like really good guys. Just like really nice guys. And they're one percenters. Like, I don't think so. They're like doing it. Yeah. But they're not in this one. Yeah. Mm -mm. But so like this one, I was like, they're actually like bad guys who are like, I am bad. And I like that about myself. Yep. And I'm going to do all like these bad things whenever I want I, I, with no like regard for other people. And I felt like that was, she represented it well and almost like too much where I was like, I don't really like the MC. Yeah. I no, was, I, I was expecting, I wanted at some point them to show them being like good people, like good guys and doing something. And I was yeah. like, oh, they're really not. Like when they went to go see the Senator and they, there was that I young did, boy in there. That and, made me mad. <laughs> and they didn't do anything to like help the boy. They were, they, they threatened had, him. They threatened him. And told him to get out and who knows what he's going back to or and so i was like they really are bad guys yeah they're not good guys and i was like uh yeah they're makes it hard to root for you they just care about their club they're not like out like trying to hurt innocent people that aren't in their business they're not but if you get in their business they will fuck you Mm -hmm. up yeah i was like flame tear them up wait okay one thing that just killed me in the book was every time someone hurt someone, they'd be like, oh, I'm getting a hard on. I'm like, what? That was flame. That was flame. That was flame. That's his, was that's, like, that's his trauma. What? Yeah. He only feels arousal okay, I didn't, I'm, I'm when like, other people are in pain. Okay. I was yeah. like, what? Specifically blood for reasons. If you get hit, it's bad. It's, yeah, it's, it's really, so, it's oh, really it's painful. Is that book two? Book three. three. Mm. No, this is a lot. Okay, so it's really, really dark in some spots. There's mentions, and like pretty graphic, I would say, mentions of child sexual abuse. Graphic. Did you think that these really sensitive issues were handled well? Did you like the writing of it, or could you have done away with it? I like the writing, and... This is the first book that I've read of this nature, mm-hmm. so I don't have a ton to compare it to, but I feel like it was handled well for someone who hasn't experienced this and someone 
who doesn't know a lot about this. Mm-hmm. So take that with a grain of salt. But I do think it was handled well. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like it really, not that we have to have detailed descriptions of abuse to like really know that it happened and like mm-hmm. really get it. But I do feel like the way that this story was told really, it helped the story and the plot like really. And how she tied it into that first time happening for her is the day that she met Sticks. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it was. Hand- it all ties I felt together. Like it was handled well because it was graphic but it wasn't like ratifying in any Mm -hmm. way you know was very dark but it was handled I felt like her being the victim was the center of it all and that's what it was about was like her the awful things that happened to her yeah and it wasn't about the acts that were happening does that make sense yeah it was about her experience Mm -hmm. like in her Mm -hmm. head Mm -hmm. yeah I I, I, who had this sensitivity read books god i can't even imagine how much she had to pay i hope she i hope she had them but i i thought it was handled fairly well i did not like at the end and i marco because this made me trip out they just have gone into the oh. order and blown basically blown uh, shit up and these girls are in this little cave they're in like a literal cage yeah, yeah. cave cage and may is like trying to coax lila and maddie out and they come out and all the <laughs> all the mcs all the members are like <gasps> getting hard yeah they say like oh i'm so fucking hard right now and something shit i'm in love yeah and then viking is like viking says the worst fucking shit he's like you're telling me there's more in there what is this place a fucking breeding farm for victoria's secret first mate turns (laughs) up looking all kinds of hot then the big tittied blonde playmate now someone else (laughs) i love your accent on that like he's sexualizing these Women who have just been through like the worst kinds of trauma that you can yep. go through. The worst. And there was something else. Hold on. Oh, and then and <laughs> AK says, Jesus Christ, please tell me there's more hot bitches in that sale, May. One for each of us. And I was like, <laughs> I'm done with y'all. I'm done with y'all. These women have just been through <laughs> trauma after trauma. And all y'all can see is their, their big titties, titties and their ass. And y'all are getting hard after like such men do you have any line no no they, no, don't. they don't they have no could you line. imagine if it were michael and walt and martin rescuing women and they came out <laughs> they would the be three, like hold on walt say that again like with really our... quiet and like basically crying yeah <laughs> and mike would be crying and like oh my god who did this to you uh, you know the three golden retriever teddy bear husbands <laughs> michael would be like walt can you carry me out <laughs> We'll come back and get them later. <laughs> Martin and, and Walt would have to like grab an each end of Michael. He's not that big. Never mind. Walt could carry him. Yeah. <laughs> like a baby. Martin would be like, are there any dogs? Any dogs for harm? Were any dogs harmed down there? <laughs> Do I need to go for the dogs? Oh my God. Uh, that's what tripped me out. That's what threw me off completely. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Yeah, I was waiting for Ashley to finish it. And all of a sudden she sends a polo and she's like laughing. And I was like, <laughs> it made me die. Like, I don't remember that being my reaction. This is a fucking Victoria's Secret breeding farm. What the hell? 
<laughs> I was going to say, th- that was the language of the bikers. It made me really uncomfortable. Like, yeah. the way that they refer to women all the time as bitches. Yeah. And even, like, when Styx is, like, head over heels in love with May, he was, like, saying things like, this bitch. My bitch. Yeah. And I, it made me, like, ugh. See, that doesn't bother me. Because to me, it's a social norm for them. So it doesn't mean the same thing to them as it Yeah, does but us. I think for them, it's a social norm because it's really derogatory. It's rooted it, in misogyny. Yeah. I think, and I was wondering about the homophobia. Like, there's got to be yeah. homophobia, but it's never, like, it's in the there. The only time yeah. they talked mm-hmm. about it was when they were like, I don't remember who said it, but somebody said something about, well, we wondered if sticks was, uh, not sticks, we wonder if Ryder is more the, for the dicks than yeah, uh-huh. the chicks I do or remember something that, like yeah. that. But, they but. Ne- she never really wrote it as, like, straight up homophobia, no, but was, the things they would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they kind of had, like, like, an, an air an of insinuation it. Yeah. of it. And their insults of men are calling them cunts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, mm, you Ooh, should be so blessed. Up. Yeah. But I guess it's realistic to yeah, me. Yeah, that's what I was that's what I was saying earlier was like it's it was too realistic for me mm-hmm. that it felt like I was it like made me feel really uncomfortable. Yeah. Cuz I was like, oh, I still want them to be like good guys. Yeah. And then the second book I want them to be likable. Like, the second book he's like talking a lot. He's like, you got some cock-sucking lips. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> This poor traumatized girl. Do you think that you could get caught up in a cult? Yes. <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah. I could have. Especially as like a young person. Yeah. I think we've grown and you mature and you yeah. find more of yourself. Yeah. I think all three. And I think that was cool to see with May, like see her journey. We haven't really talked about May at all. I feel bad. The culture of the, the cultures in the book kind of shine. Yeah. I was going to say, I feel like more than the character. It does. is yeah. a really interesting book that is. Because there's such a juxtaposition of the it's religious not cult versus the versus versus the MC. Have we even talked about any steam? I was gonna. I was about to get. There. Oh, okay, I was about to say. That's we're so intriguing. So in, intrigued, right? We yeah. haven't even gotten to the sexy part. Yeah, it's to me. I and that's what I enjoyed. Yeah, like I went back and I was like, I don't even remember most of the sex scenes. I, yeah, yeah. So, did you have a favorite sex scene? What were they? What were they? Oh, now I feel like the main se- so, like the first they weren't like crazy standout no they weren't first two were basically him just giving her orgasms without penetration mm-hmm. oh, i have one i have one for them i have a quote oh tell me chapter 11 his right hand began tracing down the front of my tank my stomach clenching under his touch his hand dipped lower plunged past my waistband his fingers cupping between my legs flesh against flesh his hand began to move along my folds a whimper slipped off my throat and i began to rock tingles spread up my thighs and arms i could feel i was teetering on the precipice of something great something huge (laughs) your first orgasm your first orgasm wow i think i remember that feeling yeah i think it's a cool experience that she gets to yeah have yeah i think so especially after having so much trauma and then to finally yeah i'm glad that didn't happen when she was in the cult yes because if Mm -hmm. that like that almost like she make, would have associated it she would have said so, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and so i'm glad there was no mm-hmm. association there yeah you know what i find really odd in books is when they talk about the man's hand going down the body and then past the waistband of whatever they're wearing and i am always picturing fucking skin tight jeans and like trying to put your hand down a pair of jeans it's pretty uncomfortable. Yeah. I just, you know what I did? And you know what I did? That's what I think. I just cut. I hope my mom isn't listening. She's definitely listening. 
I just, when Martin and I were dating, and I just cut the pockets out of all my jeans. He'd <gasps> stick his hand in my pocket. Oh, that is deviant <laughs> behavior, Hannah. My God. <laughs> oh, I would have had so many talks with you about coming, to, girl. I'd been like, you're not really serving the Lord. The oh my god! I the, just think of like it works. I trying to put you. the hand yeah, down. Yeah, you can't because you can't go pants. straight. You go in from the side. Go in from the side with a no pocket jean. Chef's kiss. I'm just like give me, give me. <laughs> hand motion. <laughs> Basic concentration, and no. it looks innocent enough. Ah, uh, no, it doesn't. <laughs> I think that that might have been your brains thinking. Oh, nobody will know. <laughs> Probably. Everyone uh, why, is like, is her, why is her pee pee going? <laughs> <laughs> Does she have a dick in there? There's a really large lump in Hannah's lap. She needs to have that looked at. <laughs> wow, she got big pussy lips. <laughs> can't breathe. Who just snorted? Me. Let's just say it worked out, okay? It worked out. It worked out. And I thought the only other, like, really stand out, like, sexy part wasn't even may in sticks it was kai and his two girls oh <laughs> in chapter 17 he barges in naked kai was on his back tiffany riding his erect length jewels all her body exposed had her privates over kai's mouth as she sucked on tiffany's breast it was a sinful den of hedonism and not one of them took the slightest bit of notice as i stood there in disbelief i can't i can't find that i can't find that sexy because fuck them bitches <sighs> i hate them oh yeah but you're biased. I'm biased, but if it I... It was funny in that one. It's when, funny in the first book. When a little religious May walks in on them. But now I'm like, fuck them bitches. Yeah. I guess I just... Yeah, I don't remember <laughs> any... Yeah. When I... I literally reread it for the second time two in the last two days, and it's still none of them really stand out to me. I remember liking them. I yeah, remember not a, I'm not saying it in a bad way. I just... I think it's a good sign for me that I was so invested in the story that yeah. the smut came second. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I like it when that happens. Yeah. Because it ha- like I want every book that I read to have just enough smut that I really like it, but for me to like really love the story. Yeah. It was, this definitely wasn't erotica. No. 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 By imagination. No. Yeah. This was a journey of May going from one cult to another. <laughs> From a bad cult to a less bad a cult. A less bad a less, cult. A less abusive. A less, less abusive. A less pedo cult. Yes, for sure. Less pedo. So are Sticks in May long term? Are they going to last? Uh, yeah, I don't think she's got much choice. I, I was going to say, as long as he keeps her in there, they're going to stick together because yeah, there ain't nothing so else. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I, just, I, I loved him because mm-hmm. of his stutter. Yeah. I couldn't get... Same. I... I in the audiobook you're just it's oh I didn't think about it in the <gasps> audiobook you're like hearing it you hear it and it's he's like trying to mm-hmm. I, I look look uh, look up mm-hmm. you may and it's oh, it breaks my heart it's so <laughs> and it's done so well I, um, yeah I didn't think about the audiobook would need to be done really well for that or otherwise yeah. I feel like you would really lose a lot of the story yeah and it's I don't know and it's so good it's just so and the way she wrote it it's just good yeah like, I agree and at the end of this is what stands out to me is the emotional stuff in the end when he's finally able to say something in front of the whole MC mm-hmm 
He's like, they took oh, my old, that, old, old lady. That yeah. broke my heart. His love for her. Yeah. Transcended. Yeah. Because when they took her, he couldn't. Mm-hmm. Like, she was screaming and. Yeah, he couldn't get anything And he out. couldn't say anything. Oh. And they were like, you can't even, you can't even say anything. To yeah, Ryder knew, knew exactly where to Ryder. hurt him mm-hmm. and did it, said those things. He has a book, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. I don't, just don't understand how he could ever be redeemed. That's why I stopped re- One, I needed a break. I needed to move on to something less dark. I needed a palate cleanser. And I was still so like, how are you going to be redeemed? Mm-hmm. That I didn't even want to like, I was still so mad at him. I was like, no, you deserve it. I don't know. I'll read it because I just, I'm so curious. Yeah, yeah, I have plans to read it. I have plans to read it. We can read it at the same time. Do you guys have anything else you want to add? I I just, I wish I had, no, no, I don't regret going and reading the second one because I don't care. Like, I, to me, I wish that it was more fresh in my brain, but because I read the second, I'm in the third one. Like, it's just uh, all you're talking about to talk. To talk. Yeah. Like, I can take this Because your opinions on characters kind of change. Well. Based on. And I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, it's all one big story now. Yeah. And especially because, like, Kai and Lila's and Flame and Maddie's stories are, like, even darker and even, like, grander. Like, yeah, May, it, May and Sticks fall in the background. It washed May and Sticks out mm-hmm. when I yeah. read Lila. That's what makes me nervous. I read Lila's story, and I'm like, and now I'm reading Flame's story, yeah. and I'm like. It's Lila and Kai and Flame and Maddie, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Honey Boo Boo, you ain't ready. I'm not. So, where is this book on the vibration scale? I think it's a one. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah, spice-wise, I would say a one. I would only recommend this to somebody who has, like, read a lot of, like, spicy books and is, like, maybe looking for something darker or maybe someone who I know likes dark things. This isn't a book that I would just, like, lightly recommend. No, and it's one of my – it's one of the darkest books I've read. Mm-hmm. I read Manacled, so I was like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> I've read about Harry Ron being burned alive. <laughs> Mrs. Weasley being strung up. Forgot about that. I can't even. Oh my gosh. All right. <laughs> so so it's a one. It's a one. A one. <laughs> That's probably what May sounds like. That girl is screaming his name. That is not what she sounds like. Sticks! She calls it she, River. She have a. She talks more formally. I know, but you mm. don't ruin my comedy I'm sorry. moment. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Sticks, thou art pleasuring me so well. <laughs> it's the most pleasurable experience I've ever had. If she does talk like that. There, there. Are you happy now? <laughs> so we started with the fight. We were friends in the middle, and now we've. We're back to hating each other. No, I love Allie forever. Allie's my bitch. My bitch. My <laughs> bitch. My old lady. I am one. Old lady. No, Michael's your old lady. Yeah. <laughs> He's my old lady. I'm the old lady. We should get our men cuts. I'm not going to lie. Property every, of. every time I read an MC, I'm like, damn, it is sexy. And then I'm out in public <laughs> and I see somebody in a cut. Yeah. And I'm like, no, 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 it's not. But man, thinking about it in my head, it is really sexy. It gets you going. You have to be cut yeah. to look good in yeah. a cut. Yeah. We can get t-shirts made. <laughs> this, like the, this, whole, this whole series is basically the end of Greece. <laughs> 
The end of Greece is them flying off in a flying car, Ashley. (laughs) She flies off on a motorcycle, but she comes out. That's how Salome reminds me of. She reminds me of Sandy. That's not where I'm going to go. But at karaoke last night, I did sing. scared myself. I did sing Summer Nights last night at karaoke. Oh. I was the boy. You were the boy? Yeah. Good for you. Sing the boy part. Feminism. Thank you. (laughs) Next week, we will be reading Breaker of Fate by R.M. Derrick. You can follow her on Instagram. It's R-M underscore Derek, D-E-R-R-I-C-K. It's a spicy fantasy romance with queer and plus size representation. I haven't read a fantasy in a while. I'm excited. I was on the ARC team for this book. That is such a bold-faced lie. Also, I'm sorry. You're probably (laughs) reading one right now. What are you? Oh, that's not fantasy right now. What are the penis snakes come from? That's from a book about a blind psychic. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's not fantasy. (laughs) Okay, there are no... Blind penis snakes in Breaker of Fate. No I will. Blind penis snakes. <laughs> There's a, a she said, uh, and she, there aren't any actual penis snakes in my book. She just said, I'm blind as a penis oh, snake. Oh, okay, okay. Because they don't have eyes. <laughs> Can I please work this into a future book of mine? Please do. Oh, yeah. Just as a not penis snake. I was going to say, are you trying to sound sexy? Because that sounded hella sexy right there. I wasn't, but then I went with it. I really wasn't okay. trying to. Okay. I'm just That's sexy. the voice that gets Michael going. I'm huh? just, I, look at me. I you can't even help it. Sexual energy. Everyone in this room is turned on by Definitely me. not. But if you want to think that, you go right ahead. You go right ahead and think that. Because I'm a narcissist. It's okay. We're all a little narcissistic. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of the Rainy Day Smut Brigade. You can follow us on Instagram at the Rainy Day Smut Brigade for giveaways and to keep up with what books we are covering in the future and to let us know your suggestions for books you want to hear about. Please rate and review us on whatever podcast platform you listen to us. It really helps us out and gets more people listening to us ramble on about schmecks and penis snakes if you want even more of us which i know you do you guys we're, we we just fill your ears with such happiness <laughs> that's fill your ears fill your ears an episode of family guy where they talk uh, about doing it in the ears your nectar your pussy fills with nectar so that isn't that what rahash if you want even more of us join i just can't say that without If you want even more of us, join our Patreon where we have exclusive content just for our patrons. And finally, go find yourself a good old lady to sit on the back of your bike and wear your cut like a boss-ass bitch. And as we always say, good sex to you. Good sex sex to you. you. Good sex to you. And we'll see you next week. Vroom, vroom! Can I be (laughs) funny? I have no. Please cut out that vroom vroom. It was a little high pitched. Vroom vroom. I don't think she's been around a motorcycle. At this point, I just do things that irritate Allie. Down tonight.